Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. Hey guys, what's up? This is Teddy, a.k.a. Teddy's in the Mix. If you don't know, now you know, my man. Jackson Stewart, Game On Podcast. Make sure you tune in, take some notes, but most of all, it's a good time. You're going to learn something, and you're going to learn today. Shout out to my man. Have a good one, y'all. Peace. This is Risqué, and you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. The game gives if you are willing to receive. At times, it sends you tips to level up yourself. It puts people in your path that make you a better person. And if you are fortunate enough, it will introduce you to a true player who operates at a different level. And we are just that fortunate tonight. Lucy Fang is an Australian model and TikTok star with a career that has produced amazing photo shoots while maintaining academic pursuits and a love for all things trading card related. In addition to burning up over 128,000 Instagram accounts, Fang has joined Game On tonight. Everyone, you've heard the intro. Now join me in welcoming the funny, the multifaceted, and the stunningly beautiful Lucy Fang to the show. Lucy, how are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you? I am good. And, you know, I've said this before, a lot of, you know, the listeners don't get to hear the the pre-show, but I just had like an awesome 40-minute conversation with Lucy, who is, you know, she's in the middle of her day. And it's like uh, it's like one a.m. in the morning. <laughs> but, yeah, over uh, here it's almost dinner time. You know, it's like getting close to five. But wow, it's almost past. It's way past your bedtime. Way yeah, way past. But uh, you are clearly a guest worth staying up for. So um, oh, thank you. Tell the audience where they can find you on what platform and by what name. Um, you can find me mainly on Instagram and by L-U-C-I underscore F-A-N-G. Now, we'll and, see. And that's about it. <laughs> people, who, uh, people who have that keen ear can hear that beautiful Australian accent. Were you born and raised in Australia? Um, no, I was actually not. I was born in China in a town called, well, city called Qingdao in the Shandong province. Um, some people might know the Chinese beer, Qingdao beer, that's where my hometown is. And I actually moved to Australia officially when I was around eight or nine. So that would have been like year three. Yeah, and then um, and I stayed in Australia because I had family members in Australia already. And my mother actually wanted me to kind of, you know, get to know Chinese culture as well as Western culture so I can kind of get the best of both worlds. So how does a, a young girl 
move from China to Australia and then become, you know, this, the super Instagram influencer model personality that you are today? Well, what's that path look like? Honestly, I'd say go with the flow. Just take any opportunity you get. Because when I was in China, I used to do a lot of little like kind of like cute kids, like family photo shoot vibes where you dress up and then chuck a pose and then click, click. And you got a little photo album and your parents just flip through it for their family guests and be like, this is my daughter. Um, But I think the main part for me was when I was maybe 15, 16, I joined a modeling agency and got taught how to do catwalks and how to do my own makeup how to go to castings, how to act, like acting-wise and stuff. And then eventually um, I built my portfolio, my, my model portfolio. And then um, I actually went through a bad phase of my life between the age of 16 to 18. And um, that made me take a break from everything. And when I turned 18, this whole thing went from like, MSN and Skype calls with your friends to Facebook and Instagram and I was like you know what like I enjoy putting myself out there I I think I well I know I really enjoy communicating with other people and it's actually about like getting to meet new people through the platform that's where I first started because I wanted to know build connections and um, and then eventually I had a friend on Facebook tell me that he is a photographer and we should do a shoot. And I was like, okay, it's been a while. Like, yeah, why not? And I got into swimwear modeling. Um, but on the side of that, I was also doing some like little runway show stuff back in Canberra because um, like, after I turned 18, I moved from Sydney to Canberra and Canberra would have like fashion week kind of shows and like small designers and I would just like end up working for them on the side, like freelancing. Then eventually when I came back to Sydney, I was like, yep, I'm going to go for car modeling and stuff. Like this is something fun. This is something interesting. I feel like it's an industry where we need more girls um, who really, really enjoy this scene, not only for just like gaining views or gaining likes or exposure, but also for the enjoyment of, you know, drifting in cars and like meeting new people and, you know, kind of have that level of like fun as well as knowledge, I'd say. Yeah. And, um, and now here I am. I I honestly don't even know how I got here sometimes. Like, I think you just take an opportunity, go for it and see where it takes you because it just takes one move for you to kind of live a complete different life, I'd say. So you've got, and we were talking earlier, we've, you've definitely got a busy schedule. You're uh like I said in the in the brief intro right there, you're multifaceted. When you're in the grind, like you know, most people wake up, you know, they they, they yawn and they, they regret it's Monday or whatever day they reach for that cup of coffee. You get up 
it's the grind. You got to create content. You got to do posts. You got to collaborate. What's a day like for Lucy Fang? Um, I think currently, right now, where I'm at, it involves trying to get out of bed. Like, <laughs> some, like trying to get out of bed. I'm doing that whole, like, okay, it's 10 or like it's 9 a.m. All right, maybe if I just snooze for another five minutes and then my alarm clocks are like 9 a.m., 9.05, 9.15, and then I'll end up getting up at like 10. And then I get up, I have breakfast, and um, I obviously do a little bit of editing and, you know, and then I take photos and then sometimes I'll have like a photo shoot so I go and meet up with the photographer or the team and shoot, 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 shoot. And each shoot sometimes takes up to like four or five hours. And then I sometimes go out if I'm going out and not staying in my apartment, then it's just like kind of go with the flow of the day and each day is different. But say now because I'm studying um, full-time at uni to finish off my marketing and Chinese study degree, I tend to stay home, take content and then study, study, study and then have lunch or dinner and then just relax <laughs> that's it <laughs> just relax yep but I that say... is uh wow <laughs> that, that's an <laughs> yeah. intense schedule yeah but before it was a little bit more intense before pre-covid i think covid has changed everyone's life dramatically without realizing how much change there has been um yeah like before covid at one stage i used to fly out to melbourne and then be in sydney and then be in canberra like every single week like monday tuesday wednesday it'll be this and then wednesdays like thursday thursdays fridays it'll be somewhere else and then on the weekends i might go back to family in sydney and then go back again monday tuesday wednesday for uni in canberra um, but yeah, like there's been a lot of changes in the past, I'd say four years of my life. And right now where I am is the most relaxed it has ever been. So it's really good. So are there, you know, let's look specifically at the, the business of, of modeling. What are, yeah. what are your top two challenges that you, you face as a model? You know, and you could you could pick pre-COVID or, or during the pandemic right now, but what are the two challenges that you routinely find yourself up against? Um, I think the main two, the first one will probably be like kind of, it's not privacy, it, it's safety. It's safety, I'd say, because mm -hmm. safety in the sense of, who the photographer is whether they're nice people or are they complete creeps or like safety in the sense of like where you're shooting um are you going to get injuries and stuff because I've gotten injured in a shoot before by accident and I was like out for maybe two months because I had scarring on my legs and stuff and it was difficult to walk um but the second thing would probably be looking at yourself constantly like in pictures and stuff the more that you see the more details 
and imperfections you find in the photos of yourself. And I think that's not only a struggle for models, but also influencers or like people that are on YouTube because you constantly watch yourself when you're editing and stuff and you're noticing all these details normally other people won't notice. And once you notice those details, you might think to yourself like, oh, I don't look good there. But to other people, you they might think like, wow, she looks amazing there or he looks amazing there. And it's kind of fighting that mentality constantly. Like it's all right not to be perfect because after all social media today, people are posting the best version of themselves and a lot of the pictures are photoshopped to the max where the person in real life doesn't even look like the person they are on social media. So I think it's also that like when you look at other people, other models, other influences, and you tend to compare yourself, I think that's one of the struggles kind of thing because it it definitely happens. You know, I, I think that's a very, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a very humanizing answer because I think a lot of people uh, who, you know, are on the other side of, of Instagram or Twitter or, you know, what have you, um, you know, or OnlyFans, you know, they look at these models or actors or actresses and they think, oh, you know, she's so beautiful or he's so handsome. They don't have a problem in the world. And it's it's not true. People are people. Like everybody's yeah, I think, you know, they'd be amazed to think that people who they might consider, you know, exceptionally beautiful or handsome still look at themselves and, and find imperfections. You know, it's funny because to this day and, you know, before doing the podcast, I, I did some radio work. Um, mm-hmm. I can't stand to hear my own voice. Hate to hear my voice. Yeah. And so whenever I go to edit it, I will try and blow past any time I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> just like in, I, I, yeah, I cannot stand. Even if I have to listen to my own voicemail, I'm like, oh my god! Like, just yeah. Let, let me fast forward past myself talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I completely get you. It's like sometimes I have to like t- uh, make a story for Instagram where I'm talking about a product or something, and then when I replay it, I'm just like, oh my god, why do I sound so whiny? Like, and then I delete and then redo it again, and I'm like, oh. You don't sound whiny at all. Um, all that having been said, what is your what is your favorite part of of the business? Um, definitely like meeting people and feeling good about yourself that like I'm gonna admit it like when you get a lot of likes on a picture let's be real we're all gonna be like oh okay yay yay there's always that like woo kind of feeling even like when I had maybe 200 followers like I got like maybe 50 likes instead of 10 I would have been like oh yay notice me notice me (laughs) kind of having that little spotlight makes you feel a little like oh okay I'm, I'm kind of special um I think definitely a, a bit of that that's like really cool um but yeah yeah I think that mainly um, well I mean there's no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that that's like instantaneous gratification right you know it's like hey I threw something out there people liked it you feel good that's normal yeah yeah it's that feeling good but also like um you got to keep in mind that 
that's only for a moment and that does not define you like it's just it's more like a service you got to think about it more like a service like oh yeah I got this okay cool moving on like but you can't compare it from one post to another post and constantly compare 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 then you're going to feel shitty about yourself right yeah so I I think that's what I liked about it I like the you know, I think you are you are giving great advice to people who are, you know, possibly might um, be looking to become models or just live their day to day life. You know, maybe they're not in, in the industry, so to speak, but, you know, go mm-hmm. with the flow and and be yourself and look for the opportunities. What advice would you give the next Lucy Fang, you know, the, the uh, young girl who is looking to become, you know, a woman in, in the modeling industry or um, on social media platform, you know, she wants to blow up with, with, a, uh, with a large amount of followers. What advice would you have? Like what two pieces would, of advice would you give that person? Um, hmm. uh, I think, you, like people say this all the time. Um, I, I'd say like, definitely don't let it get to your head because once you have a lot of followers sometimes I've seen other influences or people that I've met before they had a big following that they're such lovely people and very easygoing and then all of a sudden when they blow up on the internet they're completely assholes and they're kind of like oh my (laughs) time is more precious than yours just because I got a following well, what's going to happen to you when you don't have those followers? Are you going to be happy with yourself? Are you going to be nice to me again? That's one. And the second piece of advice, just being added on, thrown in here, is um, be careful of people around you because not everyone is there to be your friend. A lot of people will be out there to take advantage of you. And I think it's a learning progress in that that you learn to watch out and um pick those people out out of your life i'd say yeah what is next for lucy fang like is there a project you got coming up or is there something big you're working on that you want to let people know about um there is something that i'm consistently working on but i am definitely taking a little break at the moment just because I want some more time to myself. But I do have a label called Chain, and um, I'll be releasing a lot more accessories and like Diamante lingeries and stuff like that um, shortly towards the end of the year, just figuring everything out. Uh, out. And um, yeah, and that'll probably be my next big project, like basically a new release. Yeah. Well, when you get ready to release it, you, I'm telling you right now, you are invited back on the show so you can talk all about it when you're ready to release it. Um, 100%. <laughs> and, and I love this question because it, it makes every guest pause. In keeping with the theme of sexiness, what is the sexiest thing about Lucy Fang? I, I think intelligence. Like, because your looks and stuff it all dies one day like it's all gone like you get wrinkles you your eyes like they go more faded like everything 
is going to go except for your intelligence in the sense of like your knowledge, the way you view life, the way you think about things. Like a person can be so, so beautiful, but if they don't really know how to use their brain, they don't know how to present themselves or they don't know how to learn about life or stuff like that, then they're not really beautiful all the way through, if that makes sense. And I think that's a great answer. Uh, next question. What makes a man sexy? Oh, um, I'd say humor <laughs> because I, I think like humor, like some of, a lot of my followers know I love dad jokes so much like that sort of like really bad dad humor I find that really sexy for some reason maybe because of daddy issues I don't know but I just (laughs) thought I just thought it's like so sexy when they can just make a girl laugh like it lightens up the mood and it's like positive approach to things and yeah I think I think that so Lucy just gave hope to all those uh unattractive but funny smart guys out there in australia so you guys keep hope alive she she just (laughs) just told you you guys got a shot uh it is time for the quick game where we like to give our guests a chance to run through some uh some entertaining questions lucy are you ready okay okay yep 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 let's go let's go all right and don't overthink it. Uh, do you okay. Instagram your food? Yes, I do. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk chocolate. Uh, if you were given the opportunity to fly into space with today's technology, would you take it? Oh, 100%, yes. Sour Patch Kids or Swedish Fish? I I, I think Sour Patch Kids because I don't know what the other one is. That's fine, because Swedish fish are disgusting. Unless, unless they become like a sponsor, then I love Swedish fish. Um, <laughs> is, is it like a candy, or is it like a fish? Yeah, it like it's fish. It, yeah, they're like gummy fish, but they don't have like the, oh. the sour, they don't have like the sour powder on them. And, uh, and you know, here's a specific, here's a specific Australian question. Okay. Do you know what fairy, do you know what fairy bread is? Yes, I do. It's like one of my See? faves. Oh, so good. So, so, so good. I know about fairy bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it is an Australian thing. Yeah. You you would have it at every birthday party you go to. It's a a great unhealthy snack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you ever, and you can choose not to answer this, have you ever sexted someone? I actually have not because I'm very bad at language, like in the sense of like communicating myself, like through texting. I'm more like a not hands on person, but like in, in real life person, like I can flirt and stuff in real life. But if it's like on messaging, I, I kind of struggle with it a bit. Yeah, don't feel bad. I do not understand like ninety five percent of all emojis. So, oh yeah, I have friends who send me all these emojis, and I just write back, "Use your words." I don't know what the fuck this means. <laughs> 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 what's like, like okay, so the hands. I don't know if they're praying or giving me a high five, 
the, the oh, yeah. arm. The, the eggplant emoji. And well, stuff that like one that. I get. I feel like that's universal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but when I first saw it, I'm like, I'm not cooking eggplant. You know, I don't like to eat eggplant. They're like, no, you don't understand what that means. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's why. I was like, why are you putting a, uh eggplant that's raining? And they're like, no, no, you don't understand what that means. And oh, so, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that so, so I can feel your pain. Um, what's your favorite day of the week? Um, definitely Thursday. Thursday, why? Um, because basically Thursday on Wednesday night, my partner, my boyfriend, comes home to me, and then on Thursday, I feel like it's my most productive day because a, I am with him. I'm not alone. And B, it's like my full day of like uni and everything spaced out very nicely. So it's a very productive day. That's why I like it. And on top of that, it's shopping night in Australia. So basically normally shops close at like 5.30. But on Thursdays, it closes at 9 p.m. So I can go shopping. (laughs) If you had to pick superpowers, invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Ah, see, you're going to do some creepy stuff. See, everybody picks invisible yeah. wants to do some weird stuff. I don't trust you invisible people. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Um, probably rainbow. Rainbow? Huh. Yeah. Do you guys not have that flavor? I mean, like we have like rainbow, a rainbow. Rainbow is like like, um, like a rainbow sherbet. That's kind of like the closest thing that we have. I mean, it it's kind of like bubble gum, but it's like rainbow ugh. because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's not exactly like bubble gum. It's just sweet. Um, it's like fairy. It's like candy. It's like a candied ice cream kind of vibe, but not caramel. So. So all all you smart, ugly, uh, funny guys, if you can put up with an invisible, non-emoji using, <laughs> rainbow eating Lucy Fang, you got a shot. Lucy, what's your favorite number? Um, I'd say six or nine. Can you name like, one of the seven dwarves? No, I can't. Re- <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I really, uh, really can't. I want you to, I want you to make that your next reels when you're on Instagram. I want you just to read all seven dwarves and just and then uh, you know I feel, I feel like like we we learn something together. Yeah, I I actually isn't that is there one that's like sleepy or something? Yeah, I believe there is a like, sleepy. Like, what, what? I just remember there's like a sleepy dwarf or something. <laughs> I like the way you say know. it. It's like, it's like in your voice you have such disgust for the idea of sleep. Like, is it like a sleepy or, ugh, or just like, creepy? Or no, just, just... I'm just sorry, but Snow White, like, oh, like living with seven men, like, wouldn't <laughs> I would just run. <laughs> Like, the amount of crap you'll have to deal with. Like, they're going to leave the toilet seat up. Like, how you deal with that? And at least seven times. I mean, so. Oh, gosh, no, no, no. Uh, big cats or small cats? Uh, Big cats. 
And lastly, who inspires you? My mom. Oh, because, so good. Yeah, she's very hardworking and um, yeah, I think she definitely inspires me a lot with like life, work, just everything in general. Like she is, yeah, she's a very hardworking mom. Well, I could tell she did a, <clears throat> a good job in raising a, a, a good daughter. Good people, so. <laughs> good people, sexy people. That wraps up our interview with the one and only multifaceted, brilliant, intelligent, and stunningly sexy Lucy Fang. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank and you for having me. Let people know one more time where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at L-U-C-I underscore F-A-N-G. And I'll see you there. Awesome. Lucy, thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Good people, sexy people. That wraps up our show. Follow me on Instagram at JacksonStewart2 and on Twitter at JacksonStewart01. Keep up with the show at www.gameonwithjack.com and we'll see you next week. Until then, keep it sexy and game on.